Hi everyone, welcome. This is Light and Life. I'm with you, Lua Abigudi. Light and Life is a platform where you can have the summary of the Nigerian Baptist Sunday School lessons ahead of Sunday. And if this is your first time, I'm welcoming you. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Sunday is July 11th, 2021, and the topic is the power of the gospel. It's taken from the book of Romans, chapter 1, verses 8 to 17. Several things move the world today, and several reasons are why people are passionate at whatever it is that their passion is being driven at. To some, it is that they might know the deepest things of the world. To some, it's because they want to control the universe. To some, it's because they just want to be wealthy. They want to be known, they want to be reckoned with, they want to be comfortable to as many reasons as it may be for why people are driven at whatever they do today. I want to tell us greatly and clearly that there is just one, one thing that is needed and one thing that we all must pursue and that is the understanding of the creator of the universe. When we can have this opportunity when we can assess this, every other thing becomes easy. And this is only made available that even if our strength, our energy, whatever it is, will be targeted so strongly at things in the world, then it must still be rooted in the spread of the gospel, understanding that that is the only thing that can give breath to every other thing that we do because it is the power of God. So this is what our lesson today is all about. Taking a look of it from the personality of Paul, how Paul lived his life, motivated around the spread of the gospel, understanding so well that that is what his passion must, lead, must be for, and also knowing that this faith in Christ Jesus is the only thing that has been made available from the beginning and will always be even to the end. And one important focus of this lesson is to know also that the power of God is available to all, both Jews and Gentiles. Let's quickly take our good text. It's from Romans 1 verse 16. I am not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God for the salvation of everyone who believes, first for the Jew, then for the Gentiles. Let us pray. Father, we are grateful this day. Thank you because it pleases you a lot to bring your word to us. Thank you because our life again will be liberated. Our world will be liberated by the power of your gospel. As we speak again and as we hear you, Holy Spirit, have your way in the name of Jesus. We command that every life be saved and the strength of you come upon us that we may move from here to do as you want of us in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Our lessons is in three parts. Our lesson is in three parts, and the first part of our lesson is Paul's eagerness to preach in Rome. Read Matthew, uh, sorry, read Romans chapter 1, I beg your pardon, verses 8 to 13. Romans 1, 8 to 13. We see clearly there that Paul began praying, and two things were his focus. He was praying for Christians in Rome on we, if we look at it, it might be for all general life, general, anything around their life. He was praying for them. 
And the second that we see of his prayer was the fact that he was praying that God will grant him a privilege. God will grant him grace to be able to visit them. Meaning he was having this eagerness to be with the church in Roma. And if this is what it is, it's a question to you and I. Taking a, taking a look from what Paul was doing here. Paul, though was not with the church in Rome, though was not with the Christian in Rome, but was praying for them. Are you living your life also for the good or the comfort of others? Are you remembering Christians who possibly might just come in and not, are just growing or are just, have just come into faith? Do you always remember them? Do you always have this passion and concern that even while you cannot visit them, you can pray for them? And even while you are still away, you are still even praying that even before you will visit God, I want to visit, take over. And we see already that Paul was having this desire. And what is it all about? Verse 5, verse 12 was able to make clear to us that he is having a concern to visit them because he wished to make the impartation of spiritual gifts available also unto them. Understanding that through the power of the Holy Spirit, they will be able to stay strong in the Lord. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, they will be able to do exploit. And he has spelled to us that Paul was not only driven in his own strength just for the gospel all by himself. He understands clearly that the gospel can spread and will be able to spread to women's souls when they are partners working together with Christ in the same journey. And this he was eager to raise even at Rome amidst Christians. He was eager to see them grow strongly. He was eager to see them also being able to live to be fruitful, having an opportunity to have harvest of souls of men, increasing and miss them. And this was his desire. The question is, are you moved by self-interest to what you even do in the body of Christ? Are you moved when you talk about other Christians? Is it all so that you can be praised that you're doing this, you're doing that? Is that why you visit the people you visit? Is that why you pray for the people you pray? Is it just because it's an obligation? That you have just come to see. Not because your passion. You are passionate around it. And the understanding of what it is. For the kingdom of God. And a blessing to do slide. This is what it should be. Not for any gain of ourselves. But for the concern of others. And the glory of God. The second part of our lesson. Talks of Paul's declaration to preach to the Gentiles. Read Romans chapter 1. Verses 14 to 15. Yeah. Paul was able to make clear what he's living for, and he expressed his commitments as a continual effort in preaching the gospel to all. It is not just a limited set of people. He makes clear that I have been obligated to preach to both Jews and Gentiles. He understands his purpose, and he was clearly stating it because he knows that that is all that he must live for. Do you also understand what you are living for? Have you been living for it? Are you driven by it? Or you're just doing all that you just want to do because you feel that maybe this more makes life more better or for you or this oh, will fetch me more better thing. Or, you know, this at the end of the day would just make me to be honorable, you know, makes me to be celebrated or have influence as the world is driven so much. I've been an influencer today. Is this all that you are driven her? 
Is he a concern that the world might turn away from wickedness, from evil, and might turn even to the saving grace that is available in Christ Jesus? Is he a concern that the souls of men might move from darkness to light? Is he a concern that every heart may come even to the embrace of this faith that God has made available through Jesus Christ? And we see that Paul was able to declare that the gospel is unlimited. And as unlimited as the gospel is, it makes clear also that the gospel had been available to both the wise and the foolish, to those who are barbarians, to the culture, to the uncultured, to the schooled, and to those who don't even have knowledge of anything, both educated and uneducated. The gospel is for everyone. And another thing we must understand is that the gospel, yes, as some may want to also want to draw back. Paul, even at that time, was faced with threat, was faced with persecution and imprisonment. But he was too strong in this. He was passionate around this. I see some of us even continuing our earthly passion, earthly and worldly passion. And even when we are faced with threat, we are still strong at it and we still want to continue. We are taking risk and we, are, we, we, we keep on taking risk for earthly things. How and what? Risk have you taken for the salvation of the souls of men? This is very important. And this is the consciousness that was in Paul. That even in the midst of it, he was not moved by all that was an hindrance. He was moved with the understanding that souls around him need to be saved. And he has been called to do so. We see that we too can move by this great commission because this is the whole essence of our living. We live for no other thing. Even at that your profession, at that your business, at that your work, find a place of expression of God's mind to people. Yes, God is not saying we should not do what we are doing. But what God expects is that we would not be silent of making the truth of his gospel known to the world. Please, my dear brothers and sisters, let us be strengthened again today and make right this world of ours. Let's believe that the power of the gospel is the only thing that can liberate us all. We can begin from our homes. We can begin from our extended families, from our colleagues, you know, friends. We can believe from, from as many, from our small community. We can begin with our character, our personality, our attitude. What is that life of yours? How do you go about your conduct? Is it something that preach others to people? Or, or is it something that preach Christ to people? Or is it the kind that is not even making the world to see Christ? As they're supposed to, as some of us who are Christian are already even drawing people far away from being in Christ Jesus. Please take a check of your life. And maybe when we, when we start from that, it becomes so easy for us even to face the world out there and make Christ known to them. I pray the Lord strengthen us and encourage us in our heart as we do first all that we need to do personally to ourselves to understand what we live for and how we are to live. And when we do, don't let us forget that we have been called to this great commission, not only Paul, but every one of us. The second part of our lesson is Paul declares the power of the gospel. Read Romans 1, 16 to 17. What is the power of the gospel? The power of the gospel is the power of God itself, making salvation available to all. The power of God. And what is this power of God? The power of God that is making everybody who might at one time or the other been alienated not to be alienated. The power of the gospel that is bringing deliverance, salvations, you know, recovery 
transformation, breakthrough, the power of God that is granted unto us an opportunity that we all may have an eternity with Christ. The power of God setting us apart for Christ. The power of God bringing transformation of our soul and deliverance of our life from the grip of sin and Satan. Bringing light to our world and delivering us from darkness. This is the power of God. And it is available for all. What does Paul say more about it? He says to us that he is not ashamed of the power of God. Why would he ever be ashamed? He understood well what the power of God is. The question to you and I also is, have we come to understand what the power of God is? When we know what the power of God is, and don't let us go far. The power of God that we're talking about is Jesus himself. Is Jesus in all his dimension, in all that he has come to do and all that he has done and all that he's still doing. Because he's the God of yesterday, today and forever. He's still here with us and he's still working wonders. He's the only saving power and the saving God, the savior of the world that we have. So let us understand that this gospel is not something to be ashamed about. It is life in itself. It is light. It is all that we need. And if we can understand this. We will be able to joyfully move in the midst of all that may be the storm around the preaching of the gospel. And we will understand that we can always be strong at it. Let us be encouraged in our heart. Paul declares the power of the gospel. And this is the same that is coming to us. That this power of the gospel is not is not even limiting any tribe. It's not about our educational status. It's not a limiting of, of gender. It is all. It is not about our qualification. All of these are notwithstanding. It is what God has made, made available for all of us. And it is a responsibility as us, for us believers to spread the gospel around the world according to the great commission given to us in the book of Matthew 28, 19-20. Go ye and make disciples of all nations. And I pray as we come with this understanding, the Lord will strengthen our heart by the power of God, true faith, faith in Jesus Christ, the world can be transformed. I'm wishing us all a glorious service. We've come to the end of our lesson. And I pray that the power of God will come mightily upon us all. And our word, our life force will be liberated and our word as well in Jesus' name. Let's partner with Christ. And as we do, the world become a better place to the glory of God in Jesus' name. Amen. Bye, everyone.